Hello, hello! Welcome back to another week of things you should know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Gabby's Batidos case. This is one of the very popular cases this week. It's been ongoing for a while now, but this weekend in particular, I'm sure a lot of you has heard about the Gabby's missing person case. For those of you who is not super familiar, I'm just gonna give you a quick background as to what happened to this case and what are the updates so far that has been reported. Gabby went on this van life um, cross country road trip with her boyfriend slash fiance for a couple of months. And essentially, towards the end of August, her family heard from her or FaceTime with her towards like mid-August-ish. And soon after that, they haven't heard from her. And what they found is in early September, the boyfriend slash fiance, Brian, returned home in Florida alone without Gabby. And it was just them two that was traveling or doing this van life road trip. So it was this pretty huge case because essentially two people were doing this road trip across the country and only one person returned. And the ironic thing is when the boyfriend, fiance, returned, he did not cooperate with the cops or even speak to Gabby's family at all to try to find Gabby or trying to let them know when was the last time he saw her, when was the last time he spoke with her or anything like that. So it was actually her family that decided to contact the police on September 11, which later to find out that Brian, the boyfriend, actually came back home to Florida for quite some time. He actually returned on September 1st, so it's almost 11 days after he returned without her that Gabby was reported missing. So you could imagine the last couple of days, the entire social media, many people, including myself, has been wondering what happened to Gabby. Is she okay? what's going on and you know big twist and turn on the recent friday night i believe it start to report that brian the boyfriend also went hiding um it was reported that cops went over to brian's home to speak with brian's parents so brian actually returned when he returned back to florida he returned back to his family home that's actually where him and Gabby have been living together before they went on this trip. And since, again, he returned to his home, he has not spoken to any of the police to talk about Gabby's case. He actually lawyered up and exercised his right to remain silent right away. So he did not talk to anybody. He lawyered up and he only spoke with his parents. And this recent Friday night... His parent told the cops that they, they, the parents themselves, have, have actually not have seen Brian ever since earlier Tuesday. And supposedly, Brian told his parents that he was going to go on to this hike that's like a couple miles away from his home. 
which is just so crazy because, of course, for the last week when everybody have heard that Brian have came back home without Gabby and is remaining silent and is not being cooperative with the cops, everybody have many suspicion. And one of the more obvious one is that a lot of people are thinking that he have something to hide for the fact that he is not speaking out. He is not trying to find his what you know supposed to be his fiance and it's just crazy right i mean even if it's just a friend even a, a friend of me right that went missing and if you could help you probably still would help to give any information that you can so it's been a- already super suspicious and the fact that he now went hiding it's even more just makes this whole thing a lot more like pointing all eyes everything on brian like what is there to hide that he now essentially is running away from the situation and today is sunday a very unfortunate update has been announced on the news it hasn't been a hundred a hundred percent confirmed yet but the police have shared an update this morning that they said they have found a body near the last camping sites that they believe they were in that they believe is consistent with who they believe is Gabby. So it is not looking great. It's a very, very sad story. And the whole ironic thing is, and for those of you who've been following, probably already have seen this, is that following up to the date of Gabby's um, disappearance or end of August, they actually got into a fight where it triggered police to get involved uh, between Gabby and Brian, um, where they were talking about a potential uh, domestic violence have occurred during that time I believe I didn't watch the entire footage but it is online where you could see the police camp um, on the entire discussion that the police were interviewing both Brian and Gabby on what's 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 going on what's happening why are they fighting um, essentially they were on the, the road and I believe the road's like 15 miles per hour and Brian was driving I think above 45 miles per hour so the cops stopped them and also I think they hit a sidewalk or um, the side of the road or they're drifting a lot so they're you know getting flagged and they stopped them and um, Gabby was historically crying um, during that time they were having an argument and Brian had some scratches on his face and so essentially they at the moment have rolled out that Brian was the victim and that potentially Gabby was being abusive to Brian. And that striked me the most because abusive relationship or even domestic violence is such a complex topic. And it is not easy to diagnose by any means. So, you know, I'm sure the police was doing the best they can in that situation. But it is really hard to determine that in that situation, the police have determined that Brian was the victim and that Gabby was, I guess, in a way, the abuser because they only saw scratches on 
Brian's face and arm, but didn't see anything physical, um, I think, uh, damage on Gabby. However, that didn't necessarily, it makes me really think deep into their relationship more just because I personally have been in a abusive relationship where self-defense is like a huge thing gaslighting it's another huge thing where like i believe that there's just so much more going on in the background that brian has done to her emotionally and perhaps even physically that maybe at that day point in time that you they the police couldn't see that things could be going on um and so it just hurts so much because as we know, days after that day happened where the police stopped Brian and Gabby on the road, that is when a potential murder has happened. Of course, right now we don't know if it's a murder. We don't know the cost of death. We still don't know 100% that that is the body of Gabby, even though there's a lot of signal, even from the police and FBI is pointing to that it is Gabby's body, unfortunately. Um, but we don't know the reason of death yet. But it's just such a like a big reminder of like the importance of understanding and mental health and really making sure that the couple, especially the woman, you know, it's I know like men and women are equal hundred percent. But sometimes we do need to put in consideration of body counts and the size of the person. Like, yeah, like men and women are equal, but it's undeniable that most of the time men are physically stronger than a woman, especially. And and again, I'm talking about not all the time, sometimes, right? Like if a man is like six foot tall, you know, 200 pounds and the woman is five feet one and you know, barely a hundred pounds, there's just something, you know, physical that, you know, it's, you know, it's like more predictable that the man is gonna, you know, be more physically strong than the hundred pound five, one woman, you know, and, 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 and I think that we do need to put these in consideration when we're seeing what we think a domestic violence is happening like yes i get it the smaller size woman could still be in the wrong for hurting the man if the man is not doing anything even though he's physically bigger and stronger it doesn't make it right 100 percent, that is true but i think because domestic violence especially when two people are so emotionally involved in the situation there's just so much to it that meets the eye especially within the whatever five ten minutes that things are going on and there's such a bigger story behind the emotions that it does make me think about what if you know there were people more trained to handle situations like this to really understand what is going on or spend more time with gabby and brian separately to really understand what's going on to really then better determine what is a better place or way to handle this situation like should gabby's parents been contacted to see if there's ways that they could help there's just so much possibilities that it just makes you think because they did encounter you know a couple police before the incident and it does make you wonder if there's anything could have been done 
during that time that could have saved Gabby. And it is a tragedy because 100% of everything that we know now, if that person that is deceased is Gabby, this is 100% a tragic story, right? Like she seems so sweet. Um, it's such a like a normal thing, you know, couples traveling together, having sometimes disarguments and, you know, it, it, but you never would imagine that stuff like that would happen. Right. And it is such a, you know, hard, hard reality. And it does it, and it has and it is stunting a lot of people across America right now. I'm sure some of you have already heard about it on the news. And I'm sure many of us are feeling many different things and have many different, you know, theories and hypotheses of what's going on. Um, but I think that you know, since we do talk about mental health in this podcast here and there and relationship, personally, it kind of gives me another perspective on how like relationship really cannot be forced and should not be forced. I'm not saying that Gabby's and Brian's relationship were forced in any way because I really don't know any better about their relationship. But I could tell you my personal experience in relationships that were just not good that it's like not for good reasons of why we're together it's usually you know either due to fear or just being like not wanting to be alone like that kind of emotions sometimes make us pick the wrong decision to stay with a partner longer than we should and we bear and accept behaviors that we know we shouldn't when we feel weak and when we feel like less than. And I think, you know, things like this of seeing couples that are just not <laughs> good for each other at all, it's in a way a also a reminder of like, do not settle and do not force yourself to be in relationship that is not healthy for you it's not good for you like people that who is bringing you down people that who is not there for you like you really do gotta think twice about surrounding yourself with people that who doesn't make you even want to believe in yourself I think earlier before I hop on to the podcast I was watching another clip about another social media person um talking about one of the clips where Gabby was getting interviewed by the police when they got stopped on the freeway before the entire incident. I think she was talking about how Brian didn't believe in her um, doing social media or like just kind of brings her down in the blog um, initiative or dreams that she had and things like that. I mean, that is like a really red flag and big signs of just being with someone that who is not supportive of you and and I have been in that situation before where I'm with people with somebody that didn't believe in me and didn't think I was smart didn't think that I was you know something you know and um when you are not feeling great about yourself it opens up this room of doubts where you might start thinking like, is this person right? Because supposedly this person is close to you and 
you want to trust this person and maybe you even want to give them the benefit of the doubt of that maybe they're just being that truthful to you and you need to hear it and yeah there's gonna be some things that's gonna come into that extent but just also remember that people that really truly care for you too you could see other signs of them of giving you words of encouragement in other ways as well because if you only hear from the person is all down that person is not for you there are ways of telling the other person why they need to change the way they are or do the things that they do for the better of them and there's going to be people that who just like and don't care and just bring people down for the sake of their own satisfaction and those are two very very different things and it's so important to take the time to identify which one that person is for you and you need to make the decision to do what you got to do next depending on what you find out and i think that is it's a hundred percent so important because i could tell you when i spend the year being in the relationship that i knew was honestly i could say this like it was abusive like this person was abusive and i regret it so much to have even spent more than a month with this monster with this person and i am in nowhere proud of myself and being that in that relationship but i did have learned so much from it that i would never put myself in that situation ever again to be disrespected like that um and i think that is also i think you know for a lot of different people this gabby's place i'm sorry this gabby's case means so many different things to them and I think for me personally, on top of the fact that it is a tragic story, and I really hope that her her family will feel peace one day. And honestly, everything like uh, I hate to say, you know, like thoughts and prayers, because I feel like there's so many tragic things that are happening around the world that things words like that doesn't even mean anything anymore. And I just wish that there are more things that I could do and say to make a difference in this. Um, and I, I don't, it's like, I, I am speechless. Like, I don't even know what to say um, in these kind of situations. But for any of you out there that who is also thinking about this case and just thinking about how, what you could learn from it and um, what it means to you, I think one of the lessons that I have taken away is that this is is really another reminder of like who you spend your time with. Be conscious and how the people around you make you feel the way you are. It's like surround yourself with people that makes you feel good, makes you feel happy and most importantly, make you feel safe. And if you're starting to see patterns and these negative feelings from the people that is so close to you you really gotta start thinking about and taking action how you could get away and remove these people and things around you that it's bringing you down it's not making you feel good it's not making you feel safe and of course sometimes some of us can't even identify these right away because i'm sure at one point and you could tell in some of the videos and I mean, of course, sometimes we also question how much of what we see is even real on social media. But I'm sure at one point in their relationship, they felt true happiness. They felt great. 
they felt good and truly actually do very much like each other at some points. But when things change, when things become sour, when things start to feel wrong, when you start to not feel right, you have to take those signals and gut feeling as a way to act. And you have to look out for yourself. And I think for some of us that who has been with these people for so long, that makes it much harder because it's, it is somewhat easier sometimes to identify toxic people if those toxic people are newer in your life where you have felt enough time on your own or without this person of what you know how good or normalcy you feel so it's easier to kind of jump back to that other reality that you're used to but for those of us that who let's say have been with the toxic person long time and in Gabby's place day after day after day after day in a smaller space so like even in the I think two years is how long they've been dating I think um that they've been together that sometimes could feel like a lifetime to them especially at their age when they're younger and they're seeing each other day to day every single second of the day and in such a small space with each other in you know most of the time when they're driving around and and that does speed up sometimes of getting to know somebody seeing their true colors and being your true self and bring out you know the best or the worst of somebody and it's again very important for us to take these cue from either ourselves or other people of how you are start your feelings towards each other is starting to change or how they're making you feel is starting to change and start to react and get help when you need it um and that is very important because there will be you know one thing that we are also seeing as part of this case is that like the community there are really people out there that who really want to help too just a great sight to see that they really are you know caught up in the case they want to help they want to solve it they are sharing information where possible and they can very candidly which is good um and all of that it's great but at the end of the day really like it could happen to any of us unfortunately relationship could become sour and good people could turn out to be evil people and we don't know what's going to happen next in terms of updates or you know what is where brian is what you know there's now like guesses on the internet that brian might hurt himself hope that's not the case obviously um, but we'll learn more from the updates around the clock. Um, but this is a very tragic case, even as of what we ha- know and learn so far is super tragic. And all I can think about is just how could that not happen ever again to anybody? How can any of us who might be feeling trapped or in a relationship that doesn't make us feel good and is changing and is becoming toxic and it's not just it's not good for you like how do we get out of it how do we feel strong to get out of it and i think that's something that it's on my mind on how even sharing my experience of how i used to feel you know hard and difficult to leave an abusive relationship and how great and happy and you know honestly like grateful that i feel what i feel now which is 
so good about not being in a relationship that is bad for me, that's toxic for me. And being on my own, being independent can actually do make me feel so strong and happy in myself and getting to know myself so much more. But I didn't even acknowledge or even thought whatever that I feel and know now it's possible when I was in the bad relationship, when I was feeling weak, when I feel like I was less than like I didn't even think how I feel and what I think how I think now it's even possible back then. And so for any of you out there, if you are feeling trapped in your relationship right now and you feel like you don't even know if you could be strong enough to make it on your own or feel that confident one day and be happy that one day, I just want to tell you that I was where you are at too mentally in that phase where I didn't believe in myself. I didn't think that I would feel okay one day and I didn't feel that I could be alone, that like I could be independent. I didn't think I would be able to do that. And I had questions in my mind during those times too. I was thinking like, when will I feel okay? Like, can I even feel okay if I were to leave the relationship? As in like mentally, you know, not safety, you know, at least not in my situation, not not like that. But just I think mentally I was very weak. I didn't want to be alone um, at that. I chose to be in a relationship where I actually already feel very alone and empty. Then taking a step and walk away and built myself up and become stronger and more independent mentally as a person. And I didn't think I was able to do that. But I am so glad that I still chose to do it regardless of how difficult and how hard it felt during that time because now like I honestly can't even say like how could how could I even feel better than this is like it's like hard to describe that how good and how strong and how much is fine now that I feel that like I've been on my own I don't wake up every day expecting like a morning text or you know being with somebody that I feel like it has to be like in a relationship or someone to talk to like that like it just is so different it's so different and I want to tell you that you could do it too like you will build yourself up you will be able to build the independence muscle you will be able to feel happiness again and you will learn more about yourself and i think that's the most important part is that when we're always in a relationship and i used to like jump from one relationship to another and i realized is that when when you're oftentimes in relationships sometimes you also lose either a little bit of yourself or you you or you lose a lot of yourself because when you're with somebody else for so long the both of you kind of start to blend into one person and whatever you do and want to do or try to do you would want to consider the other person so that you know it's like you're trying to go somewhere you're going to ask the person hey like do you want to come along or you know go somewhere that maybe the both of you like to go instead of just what you want to do right there's like so many different components that make sense when you know you have somebody else but at the same time, sometimes it's also easy to lose yourself after being with somebody for so long that you don't really 
like know who you are as an individual anymore sometimes. And I think it is important that you keep your individuality and you continue to grow your individuality as you grow older. And when you are single, it is completely fantastic of what you learn about yourself, what you like, don't like, who you really are, what you tolerate, what you don't tolerate, what do you appreciate in a person and what you don't. You do learn a lot of that about yourself. What motivates you? How do you want to spend your time? What would you prefer to do than not do? Like those things are honestly some of the most amazing discovery and what I actually really enjoyed about being, you know, single for the time that I have been single is that you don't need to be apologetic about how you want to spend your time and how you don't want to spend your time. And through that, you also learn more about who you are because when you're also able to do a lot more that you love to do, not saying that you're not able to do any of that when you're in a relationship, when you're in a very healthy relationship, you can and you are gonna do a lot of things that is also you and independence and all of that also exists but i do think healthy relationship is quite hard to find sometimes um but very very obviously possible and it does happen to you know some people and those are great um but i'm just saying that there's also benefits to to getting to know yourself while you're single and being you know, learn more about who you are, especially if you feel like you're in a toxic relationship where you're losing yourself a little bit or a lot. Um, But yeah, I know today's episode isn't a typical topic that I talk about, as in, you know, this podcast, I don't ever really talk about like crimes stories or true crime type of things. But this week, I think this is a news story that is all around or at least is something that I've been looking into and it is a tragic case and it does relate back you know to the episode when it comes to relationships independence growth um things like that so it does kind of make me think about those things so that was kind of one of the piece that it's top of my mind this week and I do like to share with you guys some of the things that are top of my mind each week but yeah, um, for those that who want to learn more about the case, I'm sure when you type, um, you know, Gabby Petito online, you'll find a lot more information about the case that either I have missed um, or I didn't share. Um, I missed sharing or, you know, you, you could learn more um, on your own. And I'm sure there will be a lot more updates coming about the case in the coming days of if they're able to find Brian's or, you know, what other updates that they're able to find about Gabby. So yeah, that is this week's episode. Not a very, you know, happy topic, obviously, actually, definitely not happy uh, topic is complete tragic. Um, But like anything in life, um, If there's something that we could learn from it, you know, that's what we're trying to do is trying to find, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. But yeah, anyways, that is this week's topic and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.